Hello everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the That's Football podcast. I am your host, Corey Musil, and we will be, throughout this journey of the podcast, just detailing the the latest NFL news, rumors, recapping games, predicting games, everything that you can think of, we will do. So... Off the press, Von Miller was recently traded to the LA Rams for a second and third round picks in 2022. He was obviously one of, if not the greatest, Denver Bronco ever in the same conversation as John Elway. Number two pick back in 2011. He was just a mainstay in the Denver locker room and the Denver community. and He will for sure be missed. And uh, after the trade, a report came out that Denver um, paid nine million to trade, are paying nine million dollars to trade Vaughn. So they basically paid nine million dollars to get a second and third round pick, which is probably not a bad idea because there was no indication that Vaughn was going to be back after this season, given the, the direction of the franchise. As it seems to be a rebuild is coming for Denver, as they just haven't been able to find the QB after Peyton Manning won them a Super Bowl with the help of that vaunted 2015 defense. And it's just, in my opinion, it's time for a rebuild. And I think George, the general manager, George Peyton, I think that is his mindset too. Um, I don't think. Um, Von Miller will be the only Denver Bronco traded before the trade deadline. Kyle Fuller, who's got benched the last couple games after uh, the first couple weeks of the season, he kept giving up deep balls like to Jacksonville. And it was Vic Fangio, who's on the hot seat, did not like what he was seeing. And he benched him like when Bryce Callahan got hurt. Um, Yesterday at the end of the game, which looked to be pretty bad, no news yet, Nate Hairston came in instead of Kyle Fuller, so that could be a sign that someone's getting traded. Uh, Melvin Gordon seems not likely, but it could happen at the right price with the tight ends, with the uh, um, injury to Derrick Henry, 6-10 to weeks, they said, could be season-ending. But I... Doubt Melvin Gordon gets traded, just especially after scoring two touchdowns um, against Washington on s- this past Sunday. But that could drive up his trade value. But you know, and Kareem Jackson, he could be another name that gets traded before the deadline on Tuesday with Justin Simmons um, as a free safety, and Caden Stearns could replace um, Kareem Jackson. Obviously, Kareem is a great leader in the locker room and on the field, but he's getting up there in age where it might be time to move off. I doubt he's back um, after this year. And for the other side of that trade, the Rams, they're obviously going all in, and they might be the team to beat in the NFC, them and the Buccaneers and the Cardinals and the Packers, to stack the conference. And... With the defense of Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, it's it's gonna be tough to beat them. And 
they don't just have Jared Goff back there for quarterback anymore. They got Matthew Stafford, who's looking great this year with 22 touchdowns and just four interceptions, which is crazy. Only halfway into the season. And the Rams, they obviously don't care much about their draft picks, which, I mean, you really shouldn't if you you have a championship window and they've traded their first round picks for Stafford or second and third for Vaughn. They, and they traded a six for Sony Mich- Sony Michelle to the Patriots and they're just going all in for the season. It might pay off and they might get a host their own Super Bowl like Tampa Bay did last year when they beat Kansas City. The Rams just decimated the Texans yesterday on Sunday, 38-22. Cooper Cup added on to his great season with seven catches for 115 yards and touchdown. He made a lot of fantasy owners happy, I'm sure of that. And the Rams, they're just going to be tough to beat. And even Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, they have so many weapons, can't find a spot on the field just because all their weapons, he could get traded or released, they said. Because they have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby. It's, it's just crazy. Moving on to another trade that hap- that could happen is Deshaun Watson being traded to Miami. Um, the Texans are prepared to keep Watson past the deadline, which could be smart for them because in the offseason, if all the legal things are sorted out, which they could be. It could drive up Deshaun's trade value, which could get them some picks. And There's reports that they don't want Tua in the package back for Deshaun from Miami, so it could be a three-team deal to Washington, Denver. You never know with Denver or Washington looking for their franchise QB, which Tua may be or he might not be. According to Pro Football Talk with Mike Florio, the talks broke down with the Dolphins and Texans because the Texans' price for Deshaun Watson just went up, and that's when they broke down. And for the Dolphins, their current team, Brian Flores, after winning the first game, they've lost seven straight, and they have not looked very good. And he could be on the hot seat. Obviously, losing to Bills is not a favorable offense, but losing to the Jaguars, that did not look good, especially with what Urban Meyer and the Jaguars have gone through this season. However, in his post-game interview, Flores did say he was not worried about his job security, so who knows, but I think if they do get Deshaun Watson, that could save a lot of people's job, but it also could get a lot of people fired if his legal cases don't pan out and his career could be over. For the um another AFC matchup was the Browns and Steelers when they went down to the wire with the Steelers winning fifteen to ten. And it's just stunning to me how the Steelers keep winning ball games with their offense just being so stagnant with Big Ben really slowed down towards the end of his career has just not looked the same as he was in his prime, which is expected. The same thing happened with Peyton Manning, but and Peyton had a great defense on the other side of him, which helped him win a Super Bowl, and maybe the Steelers, that can happen to Big Ben too. 
and they have a great coach Mike Tomlin he's one of the best coaches in the league maybe the best coach and he could definitely get them to a Super Bowl and maybe even win it and for the other side of that matchup um, for the Browns Baker and OBJ have just not been on the same page ever since ever since OBJ was traded to the Browns and it's tough for a young slinging quarterback to have a star superstar receiver because you have all that pressure to try and get him the ball and if you don't things should go sideways as OBJ he only had one catch for 60 yards and it's just they haven't clicked ever since the trade from the Giants and Jarvis Landry their other stud receiver he fumbled and it was just a bad game for their Browns but they saw a chance to win which I think is a credit to their defense is obviously very good with Miles Garrett and their D-line and their cornerbacks. But um, they also have a great coach, Kevin Stefanski. And their O-line coach, Bill Callahan, is one of the best O-line coaches in the league. Maybe the best, along with the Broncos, Mike Munchak. Another answer the Browns need to... Um, another question the Browns need to answer upcoming is if they think Baker is good enough to lead into a Super Bowl. And that's going to be tough because if they want to pay him big money, big quarterback money, that could be like $40 million. And is Baker that good? Well, we haven't seen that yet. He has had his flashes, but the Browns and their smart organization with their um, GM, Andrew Barry, and Coach Kevin Stefanski are going to have to figure out if they want Baker for long term or if they want to maybe try and trade for Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson in the future to help get them over the hump of winning the Super Bowl. And out of the news in the AFC, Derrick Henry, he got brutal news for him and the Titans as he got a foot injury and now he's out six to ten weeks, which is a brutal loss for the Titans after they are just, they're so run dependent. But I think with their receivers and Tannehill, he's an average, but a little better than average quarterback with, he has AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I think they could make a run in the playoffs and Derrick Henry could come back in the end of the playoffs. But Tannehill is going to have to be, have the best late, season of his career to keep them afloat with and their defense is not the best certainly but they do have some talent on that side of the ball with Bud Dupree and Harold Landry so they could get some pressure on the quarterback and they've shown they can beat the Chiefs which we don't know how much of a test that is because the Chiefs have absolutely no defense and Pat Mahomes has not looked good so far this season However, the um, Titans did go out and sign one of the best running backs in the history of the NFL, Adrian Peterson, which could help them. I mean, you never know. He's kind of a bell cow runner, physical runner, smart runner. He's got hit with injuries, and he's older now. So I think the last he played was with the Detroit Lions. mm -hmm. So hopefully Peterson... Since he signed it to Titans, can help them and fill the void of Derrick Henry. 
for the Sunday night game, it was kind of a stunner for most NFL fans. NFL fans, as the Cowboys stole a win on the road with Cooper Rush and Amari and Amari Cooper putting on a show for the Halloween fans in Minnesota, as Dak Prescott was out with his calf strain, and the Cowboys are still not sure how long he'll be out for. And for Rush, he had 325 yards, two touchdowns, and just an interception which was just good enough for the Cowboys to pull off the upset with their backup QB going into Minnesota and knocking off Kirk Cousins. Amari Cooper had eight catches, 122 yards, and a touchdown. C.D. Lamb, the speedster out of Oklahoma, had in his second year had six catches, 112 yards, and he's just been electric ever since they drafted him. As long as since they traded for Cooper, he's been the perfect fit for them. Elliott had... 16 carries and 50 yards, and the Cowboys, their defense last year with D coordinator Mike Nolan was just atrocious. It was a historically bad, but they drafted and they well, and they got Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs, who has a lot, ton of interceptions this year, and Micah Parsons has been a stud as for as a rookie, and. Since they hired old Falcons coach and old Seahawks defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, they have just totally revamped that defense. And I think Dallas could potentially be one of the teams that knocks off the Rams. And it is just crazy how after one year their Cowboys defense has gotten so much better and their offense is just a well-oiled machine. And it'll be tough home or away in the playoffs to beat the Cowboys and they have a stud offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. Hopefully, and if Mike McCarthy figures out how to do his time management, it fix his time management issues, they will be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs, and they're going to be tough to beat. As for Kellen Moore, he is an outstanding offensive coordinator, and he might be one of the best coordinators in the league, as he has shown he can win a game on the road in Minnesota it could be wildcard team with a backup in Cooper Rush who's only thrown like four passes in his career in the NFL and Kellen Moore he I don't know if the Cowboys will want to get rid of like he's going to get a head coaching job but will the Cowboys want him will they fire McCarthy that's going to be a decision Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones who run the Cowboys want to decide and it'll be a tough decision for them as who will be better for the franchise going forward Colin Moore or Mike McCarthy I think Colin Moore could be great and he's younger more innovative and I think he could take them over the top if Mike McCarthy is not the answer and if they don't want Colin Moore to leave the building more on the NFC the Thursday night game Aaron Rodgers down Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams and some defensive players and their defensive coordinator. They went in on the road on a short week on a Thursday night into Arizona and stunned the Cardinals. And I just think that that was one of the great... It wasn't an insane stat line for Aaron Rodgers, but it was he was just poised and his leadership, and he's just such a great quarterback. That not many quarterbacks could do that. Go on the road without your top two receivers and win a game against one of the 
one of, if not the best team in the league, and it was just a crazy, like, in the end, the Cardinals still could have won it, but Adrian Green couldn't get his head around, which was a just a mistake that you don't see veterans like him make who've had such a storied career. It was just a shock for the whole league. But the Packers, they're going to decide, can you let Aaron Rodgers walk or are you going to keep him and trade Jordan Love? They're in a tough de- decision. I bet you can get something out of Jordan Love, like a fourth-round pick, but you're not going to get the value that you used on him like a first-round pick. So, But is he as good as Aaron Rodgers? That's for the Packers to find out. And You haven't heard anything like you did with Mahomes when he was backing up Alex Smith. You heard in training camp he was lighting it up from the NFL reporters, but you don't hear anything about Jordan Love, which could be on the Packers side. They don't want anything to leak, but you're just, mm, mm. you don't know. They better hope they have something to Jordan Love where they can get Rodgers to agree to um, want to stay with him for the end of his career or else things could get messy again in the offseason like it was in the, this past offseason. And for the the biggest shocker of the day, the Bengals went into MetLife Stadium to play the New York Jets, and they lost to their backup quarterback, Mike White, a quarterback no one has ever heard of. And it was just a stunning show from Mike White as he went toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow and got a win. And he looked better than Zach Wilson has most of the season. And we all thought that most NFL people thought the Bengals could be like the top team in the AFC, but after that collapse against the Jets and letting their backup quarterback come in and beat you, that's just tough. And the Bengals have a much better roster than the Jets, and it was just a shocker that the Jets could do that. And it's crazy how the Jets only two wins are against top teams in the AFC with the Bengals and the Titans. It just goes to show how crazy and unpredictable the NFL can be at times. and I, It's been one of the craziest seasons ever. For um, the Monday night game, the Chiefs and Giants, the Chiefs should win, but their defense uh, has not proven anything this year, and it's got to be one of the worst defenses ever and they can't even stop a nosebleed it's it's really bad like the titans ran all over the chiefs the bills on a sunday night on the road ran all over the chiefs and it's just been it's been crazy how even and with their defense playing so bad it seems to have affected the offense as mahomes has been just so loose with the football and you haven't heard much of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. And it's just dismantled the whole team so far. And Frank Clark, their big guy on defense, who they have paid a lot of money to, hasn't done squat this year. And Chris Jones, they had to move him out to the edge this year just because they could get no pressure. And their cornerbacks aren't very aren't doing very good. Sorensen got benched as a safety because he wasn't doing good. And then Matthew... And their team called out their fans on Twitter, and it it was it has been a messy season for the Chiefs. But the one thing they do ha- t- 
two things they do have is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes who could flip a switch at any moment. So even if, say, they're like the seventh seed in the playoffs, I would not want to be playing them in the wild card game. Because, you know, everyone knows Mahomes and Reid can win, could win three games or four games and win a Super Bowl. It's just they've done it before when they beat the 49ers and in that Super Bowl. And they had to come back in that. And it, but if they don't get that defense figured out, I don't think they can beat the Bills, the Ravens. I mean, it's just they have to get some sort of consistency on the defensive side of the ball where they can stop people. And it might be a get-right game for them going against the Giants who have not looked good this year at all. Coming off a win against the Panthers, who are now four and four after beating the Falcons, but before that, Panthers lost three in a row after starting three and zero, and it's just been a whirlwind of a season for the Panthers, Giants, and Chiefs. Panthers starting three and zero, Chiefs started off good with a win against the Browns, and they now they're three and four. Giants only have two wins. It's just. It's been a crazy, crazy season for the NFL, and hopefully the Giants can put up a fight in this Monday night game on the road, but it's going to be tough. They still don't know if Daniel Jones is their future quarterback um, for the franchise, and their coach, Joe Judge, last year was looking good, but this year his team hasn't looked so hot, so he could be coached for his job, you never know. Dave Gettleman, he could be on the hot seat, looks like he's on the way out, and the Giants just kind of have to, f- have to figure out a way to see if Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the future. They're gonna have to, or they're gonna have to draft one again in this next coming draft with maybe Matt Corral, Malik Willis, Carson Strong, S- Spencer Rattler's not coming out this year like everyone thought he would because he's probably gonna transfer. Sam Howell from North Carolina could be an option for them. The- Giants, they're just going to have to be in the quarterback. If they don't think Daniel Jones is the answer, they're going to have to be in the quarterback hunt. Like many other teams, like the Broncos, Washington, if the Eagles aren't sold on Jalen Hurts, it's going to be a crazy offseason for QBs once again. And the Cowboys and the so-called NFC lease seem to be running away with that division, and they're the only team in that division with quarterback for the future and Dak Prescott and they they are just so much better than any other no team is even close to them in that division which is scary for the rest of the team because they don't even doesn't look like they have a chance to even keep a game close but they're gonna have to all find their franchise quarterbacks if they don't believe in the ones they have anyways thank you guys for listening to the first ever episode of the that's football podcast See you next time.